Welcome, my brothers and sisters, to the Sunday edition of the God Minute. I'm Father Michael. Thanks for joining us today in prayer. Today is the 19th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and we're going to use this time to break open the Word or reflect upon the Gospel for today, which is taken from the sixth chapter of John's Gospel, and it's verses 41 to 51. The Jews murmured about Jesus because he said, I am the bread of life that came down from heaven. And they said, Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph? Do we not know his father and mother? Then how can he say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered and said to them, Stop murmuring among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the father who sent me draw him and I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to my father and learns from him comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the father except the one who is from God. He has seen the father. Amen, amen I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the desert, but they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I give is my flesh for the life of the world the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I just love this sixth chapter of John's Gospel because it talks all about the the Eucharist. And we've engaged in this chapter a few weeks ago and we'll continue on. So get ready. You know, years ago, before the automobile was plentiful, uh, often a priest would get around town either by foot or by horse. And one day when he was riding his horse, the pastor stopped to chat with a member of his parish. That's a handsome looking animal you have there, Father, said the parishioner admiringly. But why is it that your horse is so big and strong and you're so thin and puny? Perhaps, replied the pastor, it's because I feel I feed the horse and the congregation feeds me. <laughs> oh. Have you ever had the experience where you've walked into a room where a group of people are gathered and they look at you directly and start whispering in low voices? It's kind of unnerving, isn't it? More often than not, when this happens, you'll begin to kind of go through a mental checklist of what could they be saying about me? Are my clothes wrinkled? Is my hair on straight? (laughs) Is my zipper down? Have they noticed those few extra pounds that I put on during the pandemic? Did I offend somebody in that group at one time or another? It's just kind of unnerving. You know, many people loved the Lord Jesus and were on board with his vision because they knew and often witnessed the benefits of his ministry and work. 
and they saw what happened to the people in their towns and villages. Needless to say, he too encountered those uh, detractors, those careless whisperers, and the non-believers of his many years of work. Had it not been for the people of belief and conviction who recognized the gossipers among them, Lord only knows where we would be today. It seems like we are living in a world where people are everywhere judging others. People of every race, creed, color, and way of life are hungering for a a spiritual sustenance rather than physical food. You know what I'm saying? In response to the spiritual hunger of the people of his own day, Jesus, in today's gospel passage, proclaims himself to be the bread of life that comes down from heaven. It's through Jesus, the bread of life, that we have access to the grace of God. We are privileged to receive in the Mass the actual flesh and blood of Jesus as real food and real drink so that the Lord Jesus can be with us always. You see, Jesus promised he would be with us always. And by becoming real food and real drink, we're able to consume him and take him into ourselves. And he, in a sense, is able to consume us wholly and completely. The sixth chapter of John's Gospel, which contains Jesus' teaching on the Eucharist, begins with Jesus' miraculous feeding of the 5,000 that we heard just a couple of weeks ago. Today's Gospel describes Jesus preaching to the people in the synagogue at Capernaum just a day after that miraculous feeding of the 5,000 in the wilderness. During the discourse, Jesus reveals that he is the true bread of life that came down from heaven to give life to the world. Manna was God's gift rained down from heaven upon the chosen people in the desert. Jesus, however, is the new and perfect manna as the incarnate Son of God literally come down from heaven. This means that the bread that we consume in the Eucharist is more than just a guarantee that one day we'll have eternal life. This bread actually gives us a share of that eternal life while we're still on earth. It gives us everything we need to follow the example of Jesus. But some of those who had just witnessed Jesus' ability to supply them with earthly food turned away when Jesus identified himself as come down from heaven. We know his father, we know his mother, it can't be that. Learning more and understanding the depth of the gift of the Eucharist awakens in us a better way of loving and living. We're no longer distracted by our own doubts and fears. We are no longer confused by the falsehoods by which others might try to manipulate us. We're no longer in this by ourselves. No, Jesus is present in us and to us, and we're united in him and by him, by his very flesh, the bread of life come down from heaven. Beloved, Jesus is our hope and our salvation. He is often for us the gift of everlasting life, and he comes to us every day in this 
profound gift of the Eucharist. He is the bread of life, the cup of salvation. Never despair, never fret, never lose faith. Be patient, stay the course, focus on the truth, pray. Jesus knows the direction he wants to take us. Moreover, he knows what he wants to accomplish through us. And he's given us everything we need to get to heaven. Now is the time as we try to maneuver our way past the pandemic for us to be Eucharist, to spiritually nourish our brothers and sisters of every race, creed, color, and way of life. In this way, they will come to know, love, and serve the Lord who has generously given himself for the life of our world. Each of us, each of us needs to courageously and boldly witness that Jesus is our life. He is our hope. He is our salvation. He is with us always. You know, it gives me such joy to know that whenever I'm doing the work that I'm doing, I'm doing it in the name of the Lord Jesus, but I'm also doing it in the presence of the Lord Jesus, who gives me every amount of courage and strength that I need to help and assist me in helping and assisting a brother or sister. Take time this week to remember how powerful this moment of grace, of receiving Eucharist is for us. And how lucky, how blessed, if you will, we are to be able to have that opportunity to be there for others, to be Eucharist for one another. Give thanks to the Lord for this great gift. Show him that you understand how important this gift is by being Eucharist to others. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you now and forever. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend, and by all means, take good care of yourself and one another. We'll see you tomorrow.